Everybody, it is Dave and Jeff. It is March 28th, 2021, and we are back. Tell you what, my friend uh, James. <laughs> I never went anywhere. You went somewhere. I did. Dave, I, I spent a week I've in. sat co- right here, by the way. Since Just our last every show. day? Haven't left. <laughs> Haven't taken a shower. Well, it's good to see. <laughs> that doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> uh, good to be back. Fast week. Boy, I can't recommend it enough. I hope all of you do it, especially parents, man. Take time to just go and hang with your kids. It's exactly what I did. Spent a week in Coronado with my sons, and it was absolutely awesome. And now they are in Sedona with their mom this week. So I called Dave. I'm like, well, shit, I don't have anything to do. Let's go. So we'll be here uh, Sunday. We'll be here Wednesday and then uh, maybe a bonus show towards the end of the week. Hopefully, either uh, either post opening night on Thursday or maybe a Friday show. We'll figure it out as the week goes on. But we'll, we're going to do our best to give you three shows this week to try to make up for missing last week. Look, here's the deal. Everybody goes on vacation. Oh, all right? the best. How many of you guys go on vacation and come back and start working 16-hour days? Yeah, how many Fuck of you off. do? Fuck off. <laughs> We'll do the best we can, damn it. But yeah, I'd like to be down after opening night. Yeah, I, I would love to do Thursday. Opening day would be great to do a show. All right, so we'll uh, we'll pencil that in and we'll see where we'll go, uh, how it goes. But yeah, Dave, it just, I think, and I mean, I, I said this to my ex. They're in Sedona. Yeah. And they're having a great time. Have it's you ever been to Sedona? Never been there. Neither have I. Been a, go to Arizona all the time. I've never yeah. been to Sedona. I just remember hearing the McCains are in Sedona. I had uh, a friend of my dad's, like, used to live there. And I've heard nothing but really cool things yeah. about it. But when you go seven-hour drive there, yeah. which means she's going to have a seven-hour drive home this weekend. Man, having the ability to stay in Coronado for a week yeah. where everything is close, you know what's going on. But just one of the coolest things that we did was just 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, we would just walk Orange Avenue. And the whole city's basically shut down, and you just we just had it to ourselves. And we walked. We stayed at a really cool place called the Via Capri, which is old school. I don't know if they're apartments that have been converted to a motel. But goddamn, Dave, it was great. Full kitchen. So, okay. so we checked in a week ago last night. And I'm sure so many families do this, but it's it's not anything my kids and I had done. So we just went to Vaughn's down the street and loaded up. So we weren't eating out every day, yeah. loaded up on stuff. Was it was it quick food stuff or were you cooking? We were we were cooking, but not like hardcore Thanksgiving turkey. It yeah. was you know, because we spent a couple of days on the beach at the Strand, but it was you know, breakfast stuff, dinner stuff, just casual stuff. But I'm telling you. My sons are 13, so it was stepbrothers for the 2,000th time, <laughs> which is, I'll watch them. I could honestly watch that movie every day. It was and, on today. I watched it today. And watching it with them. Um, the other guys, which is great, they had never seen Slapshot, so Slapshot. Did they it, like Slapshot or they not? They did. They did, really? They, okay. Well, I thought that was one that maybe just outdated. Do you know who they honestly loved? Like, I figured they would love the Hanson brothers. Yeah. Who they loved and were quoting for the rest of the weekend was the goalie. Really? Ogie Ogotor. (laughs) (laughs) Trade me. And of course, because they're 13, trade me right fucking now. And and all that. But, um, But I swear, man, just getting away for a week with them, playing football on the beach, goofing around. 
hanging out was the absolute greatest. Cool. So, uh, did but, it rain? Uh, we got a little bit of drizzle, and then now uh, what was our last day? I think Thursday was our last day down there, and Thursday was kind of fucked up. The one thing we wanted to do. This was kind of funny. We had checked out of the hotel on Thursday, and they were going to leave first thing Saturday. One thing we always try to do is end it with, like, a cool lunch. Yeah. Well, Thursday was so fucked up, we actually circled back and went Friday. I put I put it out on social media. We went back to the Brig on Friday. Perfect day down there. But, yeah, man, it like, back to work tomorrow, but it's good. Like, you, you look forward to seeing – all my buddies in the office and then being back down. Uh, we'll be back down here on Wednesday night. No Monday show. But, yeah, a lot of shit going on. A lot of fun. It's cool. All right. So here's here's a question for you. Is the, the Brigantine is a place that I like going when I'm in Coronado. And I love, love it. And it's funny. Last time I was there, which was over a year ago, but I had fish and chips, which I've never right. ordered there. And it was outstanding. Might be yeah. the best I've ever had. Yeah. And at last night I was craving it. And I was ready to go, and I was like, I wonder how crowded is it's going to be, or is it going to be worth it to try and make the drive down there? Pretty was great, it crowded? Man. No, we went. I mean, we were there at 1130 on, yeah. and hanging out. And like I said, I, I go through it. I, I mean, everybody. Dude, when they leave, it's the worst. I, I remember talking about it on, uh, on the radio show. When spring break was over, I yeah. always took it harder than they did because we hung out every day. But it's their mom's birthday on Thursday, so I didn't feel right in saying, hey, keep them home. And so, uh, yeah, I was bombed because I knew our week was ending and, and they were leaving for a week. But shit, Dave, so good. But that the whole point of that is, man, if you're doing a, a family vacation, shit, don't know. Think yourself, right? Like, I, I know they're having fun in, in Sedona. Yeah. But... When you pack up in Coronado and you got a 20-minute drive home, I, I like that a lot better. We we had talked about going. Our original plan was to stay up by Malibu. Yeah. And what I was saying to them Friday when we were dicking around, I was like, God damn, 20-minute drive home as opposed to four-hour drive home. Yeah, it was great. I've never done a staycation, ever. We do like, a bunch I, of them. I, I've, never, I've never done it. I know you do the L.A. thing a lot, and you got done LA, California Carlsbad, a lot. L.A., Carlsbad, like, Encinitas. Have, have you ever, like, saying, all right, I have, like, they're going to high school next year. You go, yeah. you ever think in your mind, like, doing the countdown, I got four years left, like, doing all that. All the time. That. And I remind them of yeah. it all the time. Do you, <laughs> yeah. But in your mind, do you have a checklist, like, Chicago, New York? They want to go to Minneapolis, know? which they, is they pretty cool. They want to go to Minneapolis, and uh, they want to go to Toronto to see their friend okay. Joe, which would be great. Um, but, yeah, they want to do Minneapolis. They want to do New York. Yeah. And uh, so not too bad. Uh, but they, they said they, they want to go to Minneapolis and see where I grew up. All right, here's here's another question. Do you have one of those credit cards where you get miles? We get I do. The, okay. Like, yeah. have you thought about, all right, it, it's three of you going now. It's not just right. you. You know, and you go, all right, I'm paying for plane tickets. I got, yep. I got the miles set up. We're no problem. We're going to New York. We're no, going to Toronto. We're going to Minneapolis. I don't have enough that way. I should start using. I have one right now that I probably use every day. This is a great Dan Williams uh, borrow smart, repay smart. I use the one that gets me cash rewards back, and I I get quite a bit back for that. Um, but no, I should probably start going to my Chase card, where I think it's I think it's United though. United shit. <laughs> the one you change over. I know. I gotta find one that. Uh, you know what I changed over to this year? What you and go it's to? Funny is Delta. I, I, 
No, I went to JetBlue. Uh, oh, and, that's good. And I told you, I did American when I went to Nashville in October. Yeah. I fucking hated it. And I still have a shitload of miles left. And I told my wife, look, you can give those to Josh. You can give them to anybody yeah. you fucking want. I'm never getting on another plane from American again. That's so funny. I had pretty good, pretty good run well, with it, American. It, well, it's great when it goes to where you want to go. But when you're fucking look at a map and you realize I want to go to Nashville, but oh. I'm going to go to Dallas first and oh, hang yeah. out there for three hours yeah. and then fly to Nashville. And then you realize I just spent 11 hours uh. traveling when it's a three and a half hour fucking flight. I, I wonder how many people do that, Dave, when you're booking your flight and you look at the first thing you look at is price and you're like, this is great. I can fly for $211 and you never look at a trip, you know, length of trip, 17 hours. You're like, fuck, well, how did it take me 17 hours to fly to San Francisco? Yes. Well, that's because I had to fly through fucking Havana to get here. <laughs> yeah, you got to look at that that length of trip. That's the number one thing. Honest to God, man. I, I'm not a, that's one reason why I haven't traveled far. I just yeah. can't stand being on an airplane that long. Going to New York is my is my time. That is it. I think yeah. I, if I drive to Phoenix and it's five, five and a half hours, I'll sit on a plane five, five and a half hours. I'll yeah. go to Hawaii. I'll go to New York. But I've never done the Europe thing. I'm just, I've done uh, that. Grind yeah. and my and yeah, my, my wife used to be a flight attendant. She oh, used to yeah. fly all the time. Fuck, I hate it. I just I just you, hate it. You have to. This is my only bit of travel. And how exciting that a lot of us. I mean, shit. They they said to me before I left, "Hey man, your passport good? You still got your TSA card? Yeah, everything's up to date. All right, we're fast tracking back to travel, which is fine with me. Make sure this is the other thing too. And it's so simple, but a lot of a lot of us overlook it. Make sure that you're you're right. You pull out the old uh, ruler, yeah, and you go point A to point B, where you're starting and where you're going, <laughs> and make sure that your layover is somewhere along that line. Meaning, if you're flying from San Diego to Boston, don't take the fucking layover in Phoenix for three hours. You're going the wrong direction. Take the layover in Chicago or <laughs> Cleveland or whatever. But you don't go to fucking Houston for four hours. You're going the wrong way. Just follow that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. My son flew uh, last week to Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, he said on Delta, he said they keep the middle seat open. When we That's flew good. on American, it was cramped. So weird. Yeah. yeah buddy there, mine, there was nothing. Aaron, our buddy Aaron Creasy flew. I haven't been on a plane in more than a year. So I don't know. But, yeah, Delta treated me pretty well. American, I didn't have bad luck. United was shit. And I really didn't like United. Uh, they charged you for everything. But, yeah, it'll be fun to get traveling again. That's uh, Okay, so uh, here you go. You have uh, just you and the boys for for a full week. Uh-huh. How were they with you? Well, I mean, not, right. you're going to get along with them fine. But do they want to strangle each other? Uh, Not too bad. Not too bad. It so was, as far as brothers go, they get along pretty good. They drive each other nuts okay. like any brothers yeah. that age would. But we tried to change it up and going to the beach. And that was the great thing, Dave. Just going to the beach and the strand and just hanging out, uh, playing football. I mean, they have similar interests. They play this game. It's creative destruction. So they, they got tablets and they're playing that game. But, yeah, I mean, there, there are times when they, they need kind of a break. But remember, they haven't left the house since March of last year. Yeah. I mean, when we get them out, when their mom's gotten them out, that's it. But I know a lot of parents right now can understand where you're like, holy cow, just to get a change of scenery. And, and the thing was, too, 
like right now they're going to have fun with their mom doing a bunch of hikes and and seeing things but man we were doing really fun like late night drives so we would do late night drives around coronado downtown across the bridge right circle run the strand music's playing conversation a lot of laughs those kind of things that they don't do on the trip they're on now so it's a change of pace Uh, and then they come back and and like a lot of school districts getting ready to to go back four days a week all right so last night it's funny we went out for the first time in like a year like where'd you go we we didn't go anywhere crazy as i said i was craving fucking fish and chips but i didn't know if i was going to get it so we ended up going to that homo casino okay oh yeah Oh, and shit. So, really? uh, the Tony Gwynn restaurant yes, out there? Yes, absolutely. And they had the fights going on and the whole deal. And so we, <laughs> we, we go. It's, it makes me laugh. My wife, I go, all right, how much money do you have? Like, and yeah, what she, are you bringing? Because nobody carries cash. At least we don't carry cash anymore. No. And I said, hey, hold on. I have a $100 bill that's been in my wallet literally, I think, since December. Wow. And I said, you know, here we go. I got 100 What do you got? I got six bucks. And I go, six fucking six dollars. Six bucks? And I, I go. Go, what well, is she gonna do? Nothing. So I, I said, let's go to the bank. She says, No, we're fine, dude. Because she's got your hundred. Uh, oh my god. Well, no, she's not. She's not a spender. I mean, you know her. Yeah. She doesn't buy shit. So, uh, dude, within like three minutes, sixty bucks was gone. You know. And wow. so I said, okay. And she goes, Are you having a good time? And I go, I fucking hate these places. I go, <laughs> I never, I never win. Yeah. What are you playing? And uh, f- fucking. Uh, Video um, slot machines, which I okay. hate. I yeah. like the old school ones. Yeah, and uh, and the tables were, were crowded. Where I mean, good for them that business yeah. is going well. But I was like, all right, and, and now I'm just sitting there looking at. Her. I go, you go ahead and play. I'll just watch. I'll just sit here and, and, and drink a couple Bloody Marys and yeah. watch. And and I'm walking around. I'm trying to watch the the fights through the bar. But when we go to uh, we go to leave, I did the the free valet parking, and of okay. course, going to tip the guy out. And so the guy. When he took my valet, he goes, what's your name? Now, when a guy says, what's your name, what do you say? I just say Jeff. Okay. I said Dave. Yeah. All right. So it has a screen on there when your car is coming up. Everyone uses last name. Oh, okay. And she goes, look at this fucking idiot with Dave. And I said, <laughs> well, fucking idiot. I go, what yeah. are you talking about? I have the fucking ticket. I go, yeah. they're giving my car to somebody else. Yeah. Who I, said I, you're an idiot? My, oh, she did. Your wife? Yeah, of course. And I was like, and I look up at the screen, and she's right. There are 20 names up there. I'm the only guy who uses the first name. Oh, well, yeah. And well, I, you don't like, go out there. You're a newbie. I go, fuck, I go, I was going to say LeBron. That's always what right. I go. What's the name? There you go. Le- LeBron. Craven. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch. You know, so... Uh, Anyway, that that was that was uh, my wife giving me shit, and so I was curious to know. I go, am I the only guy that gives your first name, and who God. gives a shit? Okay, hang on. I want to hear. This is you and I did not plan this. Yeah. So, again, my normal Friday night, Saturday, Sunday is hanging with my kids. They're not back until late Sunday night, so we're probably here doing a show on Thursday. Uh, and we're doing Wednesday and then probably coming back Thursday. So tomorrow night, out with my buddies. Yeah. Tuesday night, out with the great Katie Temple. Wednesday, Thursday, podcast. And then Friday, we're off from work for Good Friday. And uh, a really good friend of mine that she and I have been friends, fuck, 25 years. We never get a chance to hang out. We're going to hang out on Friday. And one of the things, looking at the Union Tribune today, 
I saw the ad for Saquon, and they're like, come out to Saquon. They've got this new Padre thing where you can rack up points. Dave, I, have a, I don't know that I've been to a casino, um, like playing in a casino yeah. since you, me, and Horton were at Paula in 2001. Yeah. And I go, shit, that might be kind of fun. I haven't done it in forever. But I don't I don't play at the tables. Like I always just feel like I'm gonna fuck the guy to my left or fuck yeah. the guy to my right. It's just gonna be shit. So I was like, well, I don't know, video poker or those dopey yeah. Cleopatra games that we used <laughs> to play, right? I don't know what we're doing. So I was like, Well, goddamn, that might be the day. But if I'm out eighty bucks in fifteen minutes, yeah. I'm gonna be really pissed. That was me. Shit. Where'd you go eat? Um, we didn't eat there. We honestly, we ate before we left and we were just like, Hey, I was looking saying, Hey, you want to eat? And she said, no, I'm, I'm fine. But we didn't plan it out. It was like one of those last minute. And from hey, here out there, how long that feels dude, like, dude, it's 10, 15 minutes from here. How do you get over there from here? Just when do you leave my neighborhood? You make a yeah. right instead of a left towards the freeway. And it's just that back road. It's just one road. No shit. Yeah. And that circles you all the way over there. Right over there. Yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, 10 minutes, it's six miles away or something. That is funny yeah. as shit. That yeah. feels like that's hours away. <laughs> because I've been out there. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it was funny. I was We had a high school game at Granite Hills. And, it, you know, yeah. and I, basically the map to get home is always the freeway. There yeah. must have been an accident. So it said take the back road. And they drove right by it. I said, oh, fuck. There's, they haven't been there in forever. Yeah. And so that's how we ended up there. But we, we never do it. Even though it's that close. Yeah. My mother-in-law, when she was alive, used to always ask Rita to take her there all the time. And then when she, she never won, but then when she got Alzheimer's, we told her every morning that, oh, you killed it last night. Crushed it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we always told her that she I, won. When's the last time you were in Barona, Viejas? We went to a Clint Black concert oh, dude, two forever, years ago in forever. Viejas. Yeah, at least, we didn't even at least six, seven years. Yeah. yeah. Barona longer than that, I think I had an appearance at Viejas. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Eddie Papani. Him and I had an appearance with... Um, it was a fighter. It was a UFC fighter. Dominic Cruz. Yes, right. Dominic Cruz. Yeah. That was that was the last time. Fuck. Yeah. It that was, is anyway, really funny. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't I wasn't vacationing like like you did, but it was as Josh says, I'm just happy to see you leave the fucking house. And I was yeah. like, you know what? In a, a year's time, I just didn't. I mean, before COVID, I didn't want to get COVID. Yeah. I didn't want to be one of these guys that was irresponsible. Yeah. I ended up getting it and yeah. and it was like, how the hell did that happen? So Anyway, long, you know, long story longer is we um we, we went out last night and it was it was different. Nice. It was uh it was as, as I said to her, I can't wait for things to get back to normal outside of the traffic, you know, that you're going to hit throughout California. Uh, vaccine available for guys like us effective Thursday. How quickly would okay. you go well, get it? It's funny we just talked about this today. So we have to figure out you and me because we got it the same week. Yeah. Are like, hey, are we allowed to get it yes. now? Okay, we are. You I and I, the, okay, we've cleared long enough of, of having it to that we're clear to go get it. So, this is it's funny. I read about it all weekend. Good. This is what I read. What I read was you and I, or anybody else, now we had it in January, so yeah. we're already at about 60 days, uh, you know, closing quickly in on 90 days. What I read a couple of different places was. While we have the antibodies in our system, nobody really knows how long the antibodies are good for. Yeah. So we're highly encouraged to go get it as soon as we can get it. Okay. Now, I would like to get that Johnson & Johnson Yeah, one, one time. One time. Now, I, again, I don't know this, but it feels like people are getting side effects from the Madeira one and not the Pfizer one. 
I don't know if that's true. It just seems like that's what I'm hearing. On the second shot, where they don't yes. feel great. Yes. But, but it sounds like it's more, is it Madeira? It sounds I like it's- I thought it was Madurma, was it? Or Madurma. I'll look what? it up now. Now I'm all fucked up. Trust but me, I'm the king to get it wrong. The other one, the non-Pfizer one. Yeah. And so if Dave's going this week and I'm going this week, if any of you say no, actually, um, my husband, my wife got it from the Pfizer, let me know. It's Moderna. Moderna, excuse me. But yeah, but I'm in. Like as quickly as we can go, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question for you since you did the reading on it. Since we already had it, okay, is are we going to have less side effects than the people that didn't have it? They didn't. They didn't say anything. Son I don't of a bitch. Think that, I, they haven't said enough research, but can you imagine if we feel worse than we did when we actually had yeah. it? That would fucking suck. Yeah, it is weird. Like, do you have a cough that you can't shake? I Not like I, a cough, but like if you start laughing. Yeah. Do you I like, feel like have a cold cough? Hundred percent. Actually, yeah. I, I feel it in my chest today. Today's the first warm. Like, feels like a real San Diego day. Yeah. And I felt like I was like, am I getting sick again? Like, it, honestly, where I was thinking the same thing, like the, the dryness. But it's the weather is, is dry right yeah. now, too. Um, yeah, I'm concerned about it. I, haven't, I still haven't gotten my smell back. When I was in the casino yesterday, I swear I could smell a little bit of smoke. Oh, wow. But otherwise, man, I, I have zero smell. Oh, that's funny. And, and I tell you what, I don't care if it ever fucking comes back. Right. I mean, yeah, my food probably doesn't taste as good as it probably should. But at the same time, if I don't have to smell stinkies over there, yeah. that's, that's fine. The people that, that either have bad breath or don't de- wear okay. deodorant, fuck off. For fuck those off. Fucking garlic fries at Petco Park. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Uh, this was the one story that a lot of different things happened in the last week, and we'll hit a bunch of them throughout the course of the week. But the one that I found pretty interesting, Dave, was the fact that Brian Dutcher did not get hired at the University yeah. of Minnesota. Instead, they went with Ben Johnson. Couple the track of di- star from Canada. Exactly. So great to have him. I had no idea he knew anything about <laughs> basketball. But that, to me, was a really, really interesting story. I said this on Twitter a bunch of times. I had no interest in Brian Dutcher getting that job. The guy really? I wanted was Eric Musselman. Yeah, I wanted did. Eric Musselman because I just I like him. I think there's a little bit of swagger that goes with him going back to his days at Nevada and back to his days with the NBA. I love the fact we had talked about this when I was a kid. Eric's dad, Bill Musselman, had every member of the Gophers starting, you know, six or seven guys. Yeah. Knew all the Harlem Globetrotters routine, and they did it to Sweet Georgia Brown. I didn't realize that Eric had brought that back at Nevada. Oh, wow. And they had said that they thought he would do it at Minnesota. The problem was Eric has the uh, Arkansas. Are they still alive or did they find Arkansas still playing? Yeah. So they're still in. He had about a $5 million buyout and there was no way he was going to leave. Unfortunately for the Gophers, they fucked up and should have hired him two years ago. But then it came down to Brian Dutcher. Brian Dutcher, this was pretty wild watching everything play out as a fan of both programs. Uh, apparently, Mark Coyle, the GM, as you read in the Union Tribune, I want to ask you this, Dave. Mark Coyle reached out to Brian Dutcher as early as last Saturday after the Aztecs got absolutely run off the floor by Syracuse. Uh, embarrassing yeah. performance by San Diego State. It's the only way you can describe it. I didn't hear sports radio all week, so I don't know how it was described locally. 
But that was pathetic. Yeah, I got and, I got hammered for my comments, of course. What did you say? I just said I said, "Hey, what's the big deal about what the season getting canceled last year?" The same thing would happen Jesus last Christ. season too. I go, "This is what happens when you play in the Mountain West Conference and it's a false sense of security. Well, you have no idea who the, how good the teams actually are because you play against a bunch of our ladies are the sissies every fucking game. And you just have no idea how good the, the Aztecs really are. And overall, man, I, I'm disappointed. It's honest, actually my favorite team in San Diego. I'm an alum. Yeah. People think uh, you root against these guys. It's not that. I just want the best opportunity for these guys to succeed. And when you play the teams they face every year in their conference, it's a fucking laughingstock joke across the country. Here's what I don't know. And I go back and forth on starting with Dutcher and then we'll get to Ben Johnson. Does I know what the Gophers needed in the Big Ten. The Gophers needed a coach that would come in and exceed expectations. P.J. Fleck, the football coach, exceeded expectations at Western Michigan, and now he's gone to Minnesota and exceeded expectations there. It's what they're looking for. I don't know that Brian Dutcher would have been a guy to exceed expectations in the Big Ten, and that's what you need. Perfect example, Dave. Tonight, listening to Josh Lewin driving down, is Mick Cronin at UCLA. Insane that the play-in team is now in the Elite Eight. Incredible. And looking great. And, I I mean, beat up Alabama in overtime. They did. But beat them up. Yeah. And Mick Cronin, you know that program way better than I do. Wasn't he like fourth or fifth down the list? It's always that way. It's like Frank Vogel. Like Pete Carroll. It's the same shit. Here's the deal, man, and I'll say it right now. Fuck Steve Hartman and fuck Greg Bergman. Always these big, diehard UCLA fans that always want the coach fired. They want Mick Cronin fired? Dude, nonstop, man. Uh, over and over again, fuck these guys. And I'm going, really? yeah, I'm, I, relax. UCLA hasn't been UCLA since 95 when they yeah. won their last championship. Everybody calm the fuck down, okay? You guys always running coaches out so quick, like it's the number one yeah. job in the country. It's not. It doesn't no. pay for shit. When you look at what college coaches make, UCLA never pays their coaches. But, I mean, pretty incredible. Yeah, it's an outstanding job. Yeah. Remember, well, they lost to San Diego State earlier in the year. Yeah. I mean, UCLA struggled basically the whole year. So, Mick Cronin has gone in, and I don't know, I'll, I'll defer to UCLA fans. In your mind, he has to have exceeded expectations, oh, yeah. right? So if they were, put it this way, if the preseason rankings would have come out, all right, in in fucking uh, August, yeah, and UCLA was ranked in the top eight, <laughs> right, right, so get the fuck Perfect. out of here. Perfect. So Brian Dutcher, I don't know, Dave, if he exceeds expectations or he meets expectations here at San Diego. He does State. what he's supposed to do. Okay, that's why is- I feel. I think honestly, it's not a shot. I think he's a great coach. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think he's him and his team get a chance to show what they really can do. But and it's it's like it's like the the kid Kim from the Padres, when you're yeah. sitting there dominating 86 because that's the best you right. got. Then you got to see can I can I play at this next? Can I level? hit 98, 99? Yeah, I got to go figure it out. And if I'm not hitting it in spring, I got to figure it out yeah. so I can hit. Got it. So the story that came out was Mark Coyle asked Brian Dutcher, "Can we talk about this job?" And Brian Dutcher says, according to reports, "I need a few days." That's insane to me. That's absolutely insane to me. For what? Yes, come on. You and your wife haven't talked about it? You haven't talked about it as a family? And I think if I'm the Gophers, I'm like, man, if you're... And again, the Gophers are not Duke. They're not yeah. Kentucky, whatever. If you're not ready to talk right now, we're moving on. And and for me, what I laughed at, Dave, was I go, okay. But Brian Dutcher's 
Steve Fisher coached at Michigan as the head coach yeah. and then came to San Diego State and took a dead program and made it something where he yep. should at some point get a statue out in front of that arena. You and Costa are these statues. Steve needs one. They should name <laughs> I mean, I don't I think it's called the Steve Fisher Court. It doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever you can do, Dave, that program he was hundred percent fixed. Awful. It. And he fixed it. But Steve knew when he got to state that he had already rang the bell at the Big Ten. It shocks me, anybody in a competitive business, that you would say, I'm fine ringing the bell at level seven, and I'm not going to try to ring the bell at level three or level four, where you, wherever you put the Big Ten. Okay, okay. so here, here's my question for you. His contract was written in for the Minnesota job. Correct. That he asked for, or is it he asked his agent to write it in? Yeah, $1 okay. million dollar buyout. Yes, everyone else, it's like an $8 million buyout. Yeah. But, Six, for, I think, but, for, yeah. but for Minnesota, it's one million. Yeah. So he thought about this before. Sure. So when the rumors came up, you brought them up first on our show. We've been talking about it for weeks. Yeah. What do you need a couple days for? Why are you pushing them off? And you, now, you, and you lost out. Yeah, now, you're done. <laughs> you're hell? done. Seriously, what the fuck, dude? Why now, don't you say, you know what? I, I'm not interested. Thought about it, not interested, or I am interested. What's this couple days bullshit? Well, here's the one other thing that may have played a part in the decision that Brian Dutcher made. Shortly before Mark Coyle made the hire to replace Richard Pitino, there was a huge story that came out that, goddamn, the University of Minnesota was the only university that did not have a person of color in a high-profile position, including— any of their head coaches. So they hired Ben Johnson, who'd been an assistant at Xavier, grew up in Minneapolis, and talking to friends back there. Now, I never really thought of Minneapolis as a hotbed for high school basketball, but there's been a lot of good players that have come out of there in the last five, six years, and there's yeah. more coming in the I'm next five, six years. I'm surprised there aren't more, because it's, uh, it's cold all the time. Yeah. I'm surprised more people aren't dominating in basketball. And Richard Pitino could not recruit there, and Ben Johnson has very strong ties to the local community, yeah. a coach of color, very well-liked, young guy, high energy. They kind of look at him like P.J. Fleck, and maybe, maybe Brian Dutcher got a little bird in his ear that said, hey, man, you may not get it because they're under a lot of pressure to make a different type of hire. Okay, and... Uh, no uh, idea. That's no, just no, no, me no, speculating. No. Look, man, Minnesota, I mean, over the last year with the George Floyd thing, I mean, And you on. go with the 62-year-old white guy? Yeah. In Brian Dutcher? <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean... I, don't, I mean, that, that could be it. Yeah. It uh, might it, be a bad look. It might be a bad look. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Overall, your job as a university, as a coach, is to win. And yeah. so you go, you, you make the hire to win. I mean, when we talk about how the NFL has dropped the ball on this 100 times over, mm-hmm. and Jim Trotter's very, very vocal on it, and, and good for him. Yeah. It comes down to winning. When when last year in the NFL, when not in, after the 2019 season, when all the black coaches were fired, well, yeah. n- none of them made the playoffs. No. I mean, so the argument back was, well, if they were white guys, they would have been fired too. You know, when you don't make the playoffs you know, consistently, you're gone. And the NFL usually have two to three years, unless you completely lost the fucking team. But it's it's one of those where not everybody's Mike Tomlin. 
Yeah. You know, where you give you gives anybody well, a chance. I'm not even talking color. But didn't that Matt who never had a losing record. Jim Caldwell? He did. And that was ridiculous. I yeah. mean, the Lions uh, are a fucking joke. You know, you watch yeah. that division. Yeah. And Jim Caldwell did better than most. And yeah. they blew Jim Caldwell out. Well, and I mean, I don't know why. I'm not there when Eric yeah. Bieniemy interviews, but he's, he didn't do better than Dan Campbell. <laughs> well, Dan but, Campbell's the worst. But that, yeah. isn't that, remember, as, again, it goes back to... Uh, what Jack said, what, what was, I can't, I drew a blank. What's Jack's last name that we worked at the KFMB? Uh, uh, um, um, Jack. The, in the morning show. Oh, Jack Woods. Jack Woods, who told me back in 2001, he said, that Lion, I never forget this, and he was a successful businessman. He goes, the Lions and the Chargers will never win. Yeah. And I go, what are you talking about, Jack? And he goes, a fish stinks from the head down. Yeah. And when you have bad ownership, they will never win. And like, he said he picked those two organizations. He's been absolutely right since that day and since he passed. But I think Dave. I mean, let me, let me finish on the Aztecs, and we'll come back to to the NFL. As an Aztec fan, I'm thrilled because I do like Brian Dutcher. I think the idea that he is there and the consistency stays. Man, oh man! I it's one of the last things we talked about before we left was who's going to take over that program. There is no. HCIW, yes. right? Who the hell is it going to be? And now what we expect, where we expect guys to win, holy cow, if the Aztecs go back to being a 10-win team under some goofball no coming in here, what the hell is that going to be? So the idea that for whatever reason it didn't work out, the Gopher fan in me goes, man, that would have been interesting to see Brian, but the Aztec fan ultimately wins out, and I'm yeah. thrilled that he's staying here. I was a little shocked that he wouldn't try to take the interview. But again, if you're hearing that, hey, they're under a lot of pressure and you may not be the right fit uh, from a coaching style, yes. But from a demographic style, no. Then maybe you do the right thing and you say, hey, I'm not in. I'll just stay here. You know, as, a, as an Aztec fan, I would like them to be able to recruit more future NBA players. I know that yeah. sounds ridiculous to say because everyone's saying, of course, idiot. Yeah. But even when you look at a guy like Malachi Flynn, who was you know outstanding a year ago, dude, he's he's playing G League. You yeah. know, he, he's where's not, Matt and, Mitchell going? He's nowhere. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's not gonna, after Syracuse, right? No, he's not going. He's not. He's not your typical NBA body. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is, it was such an NBA star and still is an NBA star that you would think more people would look at him and go, "Fuck that! That worked yeah. out really well." I mean, Kawhi still has a home here. You know, yeah. it's. Uh, it's one of those where you keep thinking that the program is going to take off, like explode, and it, it's outstanding for where it is. But you're right. When you lost to Syracuse, who struggled in their own conference. Buddy Bayheim. How about that, asshole? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, by the way, Josh pointed this out. Has, have we all forgotten that Jim Bayheim killed somebody? Like, <laughs> I just want to point that out. Jim Bayheim's a piece of shit. Always has what been a piece asshole. of shit. Good for the kid and the mom yeah. and everything. Fuck Jim Bayheim. Never liked Jim Bayheim. He Overrated was, as fuck. He, he won one national championship with all those NBA stars his entire career, and it was because he had Carmelo Anthony. He was such an asshole when he was here for that game on the midway. Yeah, he Fisher, was. Complete dick. That's what made me just, I mean, we always love Fisher, but when you saw how Steve handled everything day in, yeah. day out, and how Brian Dutcher continues to handle things day in and day yeah. out, where they play at a high level, and I know, Dave, the year was kind of fucked up with COVID and everything else. So let those guys kind of see what happens now. They got a lot of shoes or a lot of spots on that roster to fill, but at least Brian and his staff can get after it and go. Brian, let me ask you: If Brian Dutcher was your dad, 
Would it yeah. drive you crazy in the house with that loud voice and that smile? <laughs> no. Jeff, I, get me a beer. <laughs> I think he's great. Jeff, do we still get the paper? <laughs> yes. It's all loud. Fuck, why are you screaming at me all the time? Uh, we get Am it, I? Dad. Fuck. We get the paper, Dad. <laughs> no, I think he's great. I, Jeff, I, should we go to Minnesota? Let's go. Yes. Family discussion. Yes, because it's more money, <laughs> and it's your opportunity to really lock in your legacy. There is no legacy to be established at head coach at San Diego State unless you win. And, and I mean, win at the next level. And, and unfortunately, they have not had the chance to do that. So Brian may meet it, may, might meet expectations. I'm not sure that any of them have exceeded it yet, and that's desperately what the Gophers needed. Jeff, are your knees good enough to no. shovel the snow? I'm no. going to need you out there. <laughs> Nine months out of the year. Nine months. How's your left knee? I can give you two good days a week. It's <laughs> all loud. That's it. But fuck, that was cool. But yeah, it was, I just was surprised he wouldn't at least take the interview. But yeah. if you figure you're not going to get it, you're going to lose to a younger guy, then then so be it. Just say, hey, I'm not interested, and, and keep the train and, moving. And, and again, it works for San Diego State, and he's really yeah. excited about the guys he's recruiting for next year. That will keep the program going in the right direction, as, he, as he's done. I mean, Steve Fisher, as you said, turned it around. They said before Steve Fisher uh, retired that it was basically Dutcher running things for the last two yeah. to three years, and so it was an easy transition for them. All right, one other thing on San Diego State. Uh, while we were gone – they took down the final section at Qualcomm Stadium. Yeah. Pretty wild to see it. But this is the thing that I started thinking about, Dave, just because I'm fucked up in the head. <laughs> a lot of us, when we were there, had the opportunity to go down. You would go downstairs to as the players met the media, right? Yeah. I haven't seen anything as far as those locker rooms and that whole area being oh, wow. dug out. It just feels like everything's leveled off. Now, will those rooms, I guess when they do construction at some point over there, they're going to have to dig down and yeah. maybe that area will come out? We'll get to it later. <laughs> but is that like uh, Grant's tomb right now? Like literally Mark Grant's old locker yeah. down there? Is it just Grant's tomb? That's a good point. I think you might be right. They just fill it in, right? Well, I don't, I don't think they dug below it. So I think they went just to the level, yeah. which would be the ceiling of the locker rooms and everything but else. But weren't the locker rooms on the same level as, like, the football field? Right? When you walk up the football field, well, you kind of had to walk up a ramp. I mean, they lowered it all the way down. Yeah. It was I don't still know. That's, that, that's interesting. <laughs> that would have been a cool a cool look to see when they did that, when they ripped out the locker rooms, if they did that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, for, not everyone gets to see that stuff. We were lucky enough to see all that stuff. You see a lot of former players that played in that stadium, whether it's Hank or you, mm. you're, you see Kurt Bavakwa. You're seeing these guys who have their stories and showing pictures, and they're, they're all a little bit you know, sad. I mean, that's yeah. where they made their careers. But for, uh, for us, we had a chance, as he said, to walk in there a million times. And as shitty as they were, there are a bunch of memories in there. So fun yeah. to go in there and just watch. Like What cracked me up was watching the final light stand – there's goddamn graffiti up there. Who's that fucking dick? Who the fuck is that asshole? Don't we have security? What the fuck happened to elite security? You don't get that red jacket by sitting on a bus bench. Maybe I think you, do. you do. That guy was in the corner jerking it. Oh, God. He was just shaking hands with the governor right there. Who had it worse, that guy or Steve Bartman? 
Oh, Bartman. <laughs> Bartman. Which, which would you rather be? The guy standing in the corner in front of 75,000 in a national TV audience staring at the cheerleaders pulling it. No or shit. Or would you rather, I'd rather be Bartman? You can't go anywhere. Nobody knows that guy's name. Somebody knows who he is. Some, one of his friends or family members, somebody's like, dude, that was my cousin pulling it. What the fuck was with that guy? Oh, Dude, 100% rather be Bartman. <laughs> the guy had the ache. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hold off. <laughs> Dude, you know you'd rather be Bartman. You gotta be Bartman. You got, I'm, just a, I'm just a dedicated fan. Okay? I was caught up in the moment. Not that fucking pervert. Over there in the corner. Right? Punching the dumb guy. What the fuck is going on, kid? The guy, I give the guy film and credit. He kept his steady hand. Yeah, he did. I've been laughing my ass off. <laughs> he was aggressive. He, he was aggressive. Like he didn't pop that shit off like a fucking and champagne then, bottle. And then in the typical San Diego story of the week, kudos to Voice of San Diego. Dave, I'm not sure if you saw this. No, I didn't. Did you see that the sports arena plan is already fucked up? No. The sports arena plan is already in jeopardy because the goddamn city of San Diego is so inept in everything we do that they signed an agreement with the people to come in and develop the property without realizing the state of California had already passed a law that said if you're going to lease out city-owned property, you can't just have negotiations with three or four different groups like Brookfield and whoever else, Yeah, you have to open it up to everybody, including those people that have no interest in building a new sports arena or city park or 10,000-seat soccer stadium. They only want to build low-income housing. And the city of San Diego had no idea, so they went into a deal with Brookfield to hopefully build a new arena for us. And the state of California was like, hey, no. That's not how it works. And Todd Gloria, who's our mayor, was part of the group that passed the law when he was part of state legislation. Yeah, when he was a state assemblyman. So now there's a feeling, Voice of San Diego did a great job reporting on this, that I think the number that I saw was that the Brookfield deal would be like 15% of the residential would be low income. And I think I saw that if you boil it down, that if they up that number to 25%, then the deal can still go through. I mean, for me, it seems like that's a no-brainer, but I don't know that it is. But now, all of a sudden, our hopes for... I mean, if you if you drive down Friars Road, they're building the shit out of that San Diego State football stadium. I mean, that thing's, what, now five and 17 months away from opening. Pretty crazy. Wow. Uh I think a lot of us had hopes that, that the sports arena project would get going and, and we'd have something else to be excited about, but hold your breath, not wow. necessarily. Oh, my gosh. Again, so San Diego, right? Yeah. To fuck this up. Uh, over the last week, Padres decided who the opening day starter was going to be, and uh, they decided it's going to be you, Darvish. You, you yeah. agree? 
Yeah, I mean, I know he got banged around. I was reading today, reading the paper that he got banged around the other day. You know, I'm not concerned about no, any of that spring no. training. I mean, it's funny. If you look at, I think, Walker Bueller, who, in my opinion, is the best pitcher on the Dodgers, I think has the highest ERA, too. I yeah. mean, it, it's all over the place. Well, I laugh because Bauer got smacked around the other day, yeah. and everybody's jumping up and down. You're like, spring training. Yeah, and, well, and he fucks around so much. Yeah. I mean, with the one eye and throwing one pitch the entire outing. I, I mean, I, I hope... That he they continues s- to get fucked around. <laughs> but I sure wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet your money on that. No, no way. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited for Thursday. Yeah. So okay. So this is what they have so far. Okay. Okay. So they have Darvish one. Yeah. You have Snell two. Yep. You have Musgrove three. Yeah. You have Paddock four. Yep. And it looks like it's Morion. Okay. I agree. I like it. I, I with those. Uh, I agree with those. Those five. Yeah. I have no issues at all as far as if you and I were sitting in the, the Padres' office and go, what's ours? Mine would be exactly the same. Right. And it puts uh, gives you immense amount of time, yeah. I would hope. I mean, if Paddock and Morihone struggle, then things get a little bit more nervous. But you would assume that it gives you time to let Gore figure it out because he's incredibly inconsistent, as he's been all spring, and also gives you a chance to get Lamette back up to strength and not have to panic. Yeah. So, not like that a lot. All right, what's your biggest concern heading into the season? Oh, boy, let me think. Biggest concern right now. Um, I, I really – I mean, I have probably like a lot of people, the back end of the bullpen, right? I mean, uh, is it going to be Pagan? Is it going to be Melanson? Who's going to be your guy closing? I mean, that's it. Right, but then you saw Kirby Yates. Holy cow! Holy Tommy, shit, man. Tommy John surgery, terrible, uh, going down. But yeah, I mean, I think the back end of the bullpen. But I think when you go around, Dave, for the everyday eight, yeah, uh, not too bad, man. Like you, you figure Nola is going to be back relatively soon. Caratini, be fine, and then you go Hosmer, Cronenworth, Tatis, Machado, Fam, Grisham, Myers, like. I can live with that. I wish they obviously had the DH, especially for yeah. the pots, because when you look at the catching situation, you, you don't expect a lot of offense, you know, especially with no out. And then when you look at the pitching, you don't expect a lot of offense. I mean, you're talking right. about you know, Darvish and Snell are two basically American League guys, you know, and, and Darvish I know was in the National League. You know, he didn't bat last year. Musgrove's looking forward to hitting. You yeah, know? but he, he have three hits today? Yeah, he, he likes to hit. He's yeah. – uh, I, I told you that story, right? When uh, Josh pitched against him in high school. No. Because Musgrove was a great hitter at Grossmont. Yeah. And uh, Josh threw him nothing but sliders. Oh. And then he, he struck out one time, and then he popped up one time in the infield, and he just yelled <laughs> at him as he's jogging him first, yeah. throw me a fucking fastball, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit's great. And Josh's like, there's no way I'm throwing this fucking guy a fastball. No this guy's a great hitter. I'm not throwing yeah. this guy a fastball. But yeah, just slider, slider, slider at him. And yeah. he just, he was frustrated as shit. Made me laugh. Uh, if you have my biggest concern, by the way, is injuries. Oh. It's injuries. Yeah, but you know, that's it's, every team, right? Well, not not exactly. You know what? Like a guy like Machado, knock on wood, never gets hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Machado doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Tatis, unfortunately, I mean, spring training feels like it's been thirty six weeks, but Jesus Christ, right? Holy fuck, dude! With the flu and the fucking sliding head first in a home plate and getting injured and the shoulder, yeah. and you're just going, oh my god, dude! Are you right. gonna you gonna stay healthy? Are you gonna last? Yeah, you gotta you gotta find a way to keep that kid on the field. 
And yeah. uh, and so yeah, Grisham with the hamstring. You know, you're sitting there and you yeah. Nola and stuff. So yeah, for me, it's it's a matter of I think depth that I'm a little concerned about. I, I don't feel as bad about that as I have in years past. Your left fielder got stabbed. Goddamn right. Well, he's blind. <laughs> Holy shit. That we saw it again the other day, right? Boy, oh boy, the beat writers. And, and every time I joke about it, it's not anything directed at the player. It's directed. Yeah. I have to say this every time I have to qualify my comment. But my God, if Tommy Pham picks kids up in the carpool, oh, my God, this guy. This guy is some kind of something, isn't he? My goodness. He is so special. And he has the heart of a lion. I tell you what, this guy comes in. It wouldn't shock me if he sleeps with his bat. Like, every fucking day. That kid jerking off at Qualcomm was like, hey, take it easy. Take it fucking easy. This town, the local Padres media, yeah. but hey, uh, they, they, he's Harry Styles of that fucking team, isn't he? My God, they all just want to fucking spend as much time as they can with Tommy Pham. Do you listen uh, to any of those roundtables? Oh, they're awful. They're so bad. I Everybody's said, picking Tommy Pham like team that, MVP. That's what Chris Ello did. Oh, my God. I, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Like, what in the hell? I heard that on Wednesday. And I said to Woods, I go, here's your chance not to be the most boring guy on the broadcast. And he immediately failed. <laughs> that's exactly what I heard was Ello. When you have... Machado and Tatis. Yes. And you have starting pitching like Darvish and Snell, right? Yeah. I take goddamn Will Myers. <laughs> I mean, the I get what Fam was in St. Louis and I get what he was in Tampa. He hasn't been any of that no. here. You hope he is, because if he is, then you go, oh, holy shit, shit yes. right? But he hasn't to this point. Oh, Ello, breathless. Ah. Yeah. Oh. I think Tommy Pham's MVP. Hey, I agree with you. What? <laughs> what? Huh? I, I don't know if Pham makes my top five. Dude, he wasn't even a top 100 player in baseball. Yet you have Tatis and Machado are top 20. Two top 20 guys. Yeah, well, Tatis top 10. Oh, my Machado God. Machado could be top 10. I think he was like, not. yeah, he could be. And, yeah. But I think he was like number 19. But you can take a guy that fucking hasn't done jack shit here. Yeah. And you can go, he's your MVP. And, and your stooge is going to nod his head? I'd be like, what? You high? That great if you would have dropped one. You know, hang on. Profar's still on the table. Oh, my gosh. You don't want to take Kim? You don't want to take Dan Altavelli? You sure? Oh, okay. Well, I hate to lose fam that quick. I hope they're right, Dave. I do. I hope they're right, but holy shit. They just signed a kid to a $340 million contract on the heels of signing his guy, his tag team partner, to a $300 million yes. deal. I tell you what, guys. I think Tommy Pham's. I, hey, I like that. <laughs> holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Jeff just brought his name up a little bit ago. Again, Borrow Smart, two-minute Tuesday. It's understanding your cost of debt. 
Again, Dan Williams on YouTube every Tuesday. Make sure you check it out. Two Minute Tuesday, Dan Williams will walk you through it, give you a little bit of a tip at the same time to make your life a little bit easier. It's an interesting time when you look at finances right now. Dan wants to help you get out of debt. Right now, if you're in debt, you know what it's like. It's a tremendous struggle, a tremendous amount of pressure at the same time. If you don't own a home, Dan wants to walk you through the process. Let that happen this year. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Well, right now I feel pretty good because I had the ability to uh, take the week and go and hang out and spend that time with my kids. We'll see how I feel about that decision Wednesday night when I come back in here after I pay that Capital One bill tomorrow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, boy, we'll see. But it is. Dave, borrow smart, repay smart is so incredibly important. By the way, congratulations to Dan Williams, the newest member of the L.A. Kings season ticket family. Dan is in. Boo to you. You need to get it together. Let your wife make all the calls over there while you just sit there. He's probably smart. (laughs) She's like, hang on, hang on. I get it. Uh, I say that, too. 10 years, I never paid one bill, so don't listen to me. <laughs> Boo to you, don't listen to one word I just said. I'm a complete idiot. Once I got out of the house, oh, season ticket holders, staycations, all kinds of fun things. But, yeah, Dave, it's, it's having the ability to do the kind of things you want to do uh, and still have money left over in the bank to pay those bills. It's so important, especially now with the housing market uh, getting ready to go. And, by the way, what's the smartest thing to do? With the money that you're going to get back from taxes. Dan can answer that question for you. 858-688-6813. Brian Curry is the one you want to call when it comes to buying your home. Right now, the real estate market's insane. Yeah, And if you haven't yeah. called Brian Curry, you're missing out. So many people I know are saying, I am checking out. I am going to sell my house. I'm going to get into the rental market for a little bit and oh. then jump back in. Is that a smart move? You call Brian Curry. He'll walk you through exactly what you should do. If you're in the market to sell your house, nobody's going to get you more than Brian. Again, Brian Kerr has been selling real estate in San Diego more than 25 years. He can put you in the best neighborhood, get you the best deal for your home. Also, his son Dylan is killing it for Poway. Yeah. He is starting at quarterback and doing a great job, man. Very proud of him. If you're one of those guys that watches high school sports, number four is Brian's son. Uh, Dylan doing a great job. 619-251-1588. That's Brian Curry's number, 619-251-1588. Well, mentioning uh, one of the things while we were in Coronado, who knew my man Pete in Point Loma lived down the island? He lives down there with his beautiful He's wife. in Coronado? Yeah. That son of a bitch. That That's son like of a bitch. Point Loma. That sandbagging son of a <laughs> that bitch. That sandbagging sailor. Telling me right where true? he was. Yeah, no he said, idea. hey, come by. Oh, my God. And I, I won't tell you where he is, but okay. he's in a beautiful part of Coronado. He deserves it. So goofing around with my kids, I'm like, man, I could see living down here, right? Yeah. This is great. Dave, you start looking at apartments, and this is exactly why you have to call Brian Curry. There are apartments down there that are renting for 12000 a month. Wow. 12000 a month. If you are paying 12000 a month, to pay somebody else's mortgage, I'm sorry, you're doing it wrong. You're absolutely doing it wrong, and you can find something anywhere. I, if you have twelve grand to pay uh, for rent, I, I'm ninety-seven point three percent convinced Brian Curry <laughs> can find a house for you that you're gonna love, that actually is gonna be your house, not somebody else's. Yeah, that is when you go. The rental market is insane, and anybody doing that needs to have their head checked. Uh, Call Brian 
and uh, tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. God, I hope we get a chance to get into games this year. Yeah. I'd love to go up to a Poway game and cheer on Team Curry. Hopefully we get a chance to do that. All right, Taylor May Pools. Today was one of those days in oh. San Diego where you're going, man, I'm glad we have a pool. I wish we had a pool. My wife said it to me today. Do you wish we had a pool? 100%. Yeah. Today's one of those days I wished I could jump right in the pool. Absolutely outstanding. Taylor May Pools can make your dreams come true. Again, call Alan Taylor's more than 20 years in San Diego. Full remodels, commercial, residential, new equipment, repairs. Pool resurfacing, he says it all the time. You make your backyard a staycation, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Tell you what, going to the beach is great, but when I was out there on a Wednesday afternoon, my kids are running around, everybody's playing, having fun, and then all of a sudden, the guy about 100 yards to the left, like uh, Austin Powers, Piper down. Fucking guy got smoked by a stingray. Ah, fuck! Fuck! Sounded like superhuman one, two, three, four. Yes! <laughs> that's it. Fuck this shit. I'm going to step right on a stingray. That's what this dipshit did. Nobody pissed on his foot. That's what I thought was going to be funny if they went to that old wives' tale. Lifeguard just kind of moseys over there. I don't know. He had back teen or something. I don't know what he put on it. That's <laughs> some butter. Yeah, puts butter on it. Oh, the guy, you just knew it. You're like, oh, that's a stingray. No stingrays in a pool, man. Is as no sand at your pool, right? No issues with parking, anything else. Dave, you're so right. Where the weather last week was a little choppy. Man, oh man, the last two days around here have been absolutely perfect. What are you waiting on? Don't put up with anything else. We've all gotten used to living and kind of staying within the four walls, expand that out to your backyard. Call TaylorMade Pools. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. All right, Kyle Flukers, you want to talk to when it comes to that brand new website. So many people right now have decided working from home is the way to go. You figured it out in the last year. Kyle Fluker can make it work for you. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Boy, oh boy. And that's the one thing too, Dave that we are seeing is now tax returns are coming back and people are going to have that disposable income. They can't get into Padre games, still really can't get into restaurants or movie theaters. Concerts aren't coming back for a while. So where are they going to take that money? Well, they could be taking it to your website. And if your website's not delivering, you better call Flugs right now because those checks are coming in and people are going to have money to spend. Call Kyle Fluger. Get your website as good, if not better, than your competitions. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going March 28th. Okay. We've got some big names here. We're going Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Age is going to throw me off. I'm going to say she's 34. 35. Oh, okay. Uh, 200 million. 150 million. Wow. I thought it'd be a little bit more as well. Yeah. All, All right. right. Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Would you rather do Gaga or Reba McIntyre? Gaga. Yeah. Reba McIntyre is 58. 66. No kidding? Yep. That's pretty good. Someone told me yesterday that over here on the way to the Humul Casino, yeah. that her entire band died uh, in the I remember. crash over here. It was, uh, I was working at KSDO that day. Wow. Awful day. Awful day, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I First time know. I uh, actually heard that. I didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, that had to be, God, that had to be 91, wow. 92. Yeah, most of her band. I, I forgot about that, but as soon as you said that, yeah. She obviously wasn't on. No, she was on her own private plane. 
But yeah, her, oh wow, right over here, right? Yeah. Um, sixty-six. I think she's worth some dough, Dave. I'm going to say hundred and fifty million. Ninety-five million, it says. Wow. Yeah. I would have thought more, but Me still too. pretty awesome. You know, as I've learned from watching all these uh, documentaries on these bands, I watched the Bee Gees yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I'm insane, but I'm watching, you know, all these. Did you watch the Tina Turner one? Uh, I haven't watched that one yet. I saw, oh, it, on, I saw it on TV. But um, I realized, I watched the Go-Go's, believe it or not, um, is that you make all your money in the if you wrote the song. Yeah. Okay, and that's it. It's the, it's the songwriting. So, hell, okay. I, I had no fucking idea. All right, here you go. One of your favorites, Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince Vaughn's the man. Fifty-five. Uh, Fifty-one. That's it. Yeah, I thought it was older too. Damn. Uh, Sixty-five million. Close. Seventy million dollars. Nice. All right. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Last thing he did. Yeah. And he, he was in everything for a he while. Was. He was. Well, he got seventy million. He has fuck you money. Yeah. Does one do it? True. All right. Last one. Derek Carr, quarterback of the Raiders. Derek Carr, Raiders is. I think today he turns twenty-nine. I would have guessed close to that too. Thirty years old. Okay. Okay. And now this is good. Money wise, it's pretty good. I'm gonna say he's eighty million. One twenty five. Wow. Yeah, hundred and twenty five million dollars. Vegas, no state income tax, doing well. Yeah. <laughs> doing well. All right, here we go. Five random questions for you. How's your NCAA bracket doing? Awful. Absolutely awful. So um Yeah, I I made the mistake of printing out one. That is kind of like as you go further in, like the brackets all fucked up. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I still have Baylor. I have Baylor, so I, I had Baylor in it, but I I had Alabama going I had far. I had them in Final Four. Yeah, I had Texas going. I think I had Baylor beating Texas in the championship game. So uh, I had Illinois winning the whole fucking thing. They're out quick. They're out. My son Jack had Iowa, so he's uh, out, and my son Cade has Gonzaga. Okay. So it's down to me against Cade. But overall, not awful. A lot more yeah. uh, Sharpie marks on it than highlight. Yeah, marks. this was a bad year for most people. I, I have uh, I have Gonzaga and Baylor still in it. Not a fan of either of them. But you had <laughs> Illinois winning. Had right? Illinois winning the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, not very good. All right. Who leads the Padres in home runs this year? Like it. Uh, Manny Machado. Really? I'm going yeah. to go Tatis. Okay, I'm going to take Machado, and I'm going to say Machado hits 37. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go Tatis, and I'm going to go 50. Wow. I'm going to go 50 home runs. Love it. That'd be great. All right. Here we go. Who leads uh, the Padres and wins? Oh, I like that. Um, you know, I was looking today at USA Today, and they had Darvish at 13. They had Snell at 11. Really? That's it? Yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to say. Uh, let's say Snell at 15. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Darvish. I'm gonna go Darvish at, at 18. Wow, who my, who my would guy that is. be great? Oh, he's been pitching really well. And last yeah. year he pitched well, but he pitched well the last couple months of 2019 too. All right, uh, over under Mackenzie Gore, 10 starts in 2021. Ooh. Uh, well, for him to hit the over would mean one of those guys has got to, including Lamette. So that would mean that Paddock, Lamette, and Maury Hone, like two out of three pretty much would have to fade. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under as well. <clears throat> All right, over under, last one. Uh, Lamette, 10 starts in 2021. I'm going to take the under on that too. I'm going to take the under on that one too. Disappointing, yeah. but yeah. 
Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah, I and I I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's okay. I think that could be that you have Paddock and you have uh, you have Paddock and you have Morion ready to go. I will say this, Dave. Too, I've been incredibly critical of Chris Paddock, and my feeling was that Chris Paddock should have been moved in the off season. Man, good for him. Really good. The UT, God, the goddamn baseball preview that the Union Tribune did today uh, is worth running down to the local 7-Eleven. I mean, I know a lot of you will get this late, but if you didn't get a chance to get holy shit, man. Kudos to Posner and his team down there. Really, really fun what they put together covering all of baseball. Um, you know what I thought was interesting? I mean, we knew it too, but when they you see it in print, when you talk about how the team was assembled, yeah, and how many of our traits. Well, to me, there, again, there's a disappointing factor that there's not a development factor. You uh, know that that you had to go get guys that weren't in your organization when your organization's ranked number one for but years. I, but I still think, Dave, when you look in the the main guys that are still in your farm system are still in your they, farm. They never system. use them though. They never use those guys. Well, they haven't had to yet. But yeah, I'm but saying, every guy you've called up since Preller's been here, you trade him away, which means he wasn't doing the job. Yeah, I think uh, let's let's have that discussion again a year from today. Oh, when, well, uh, yeah, it'll be the same fucking situation. No, we'll not. This son of a bitch. You're By the a way, son of a bitch. Taylor Trammell made the Mariners opening day roster. What does that tell you? They blew it, Padres. He would have been the ninth outfielder here. You, you, Grisham has a bad hammy. You might have needed him. Fucking uh, Scott Service said enough of Trevor Bauer and his shit. I didn't see you fucking throwing a parade for him when he said that. You were like, this guy's a moron. And now all of a sudden he's starting a guy that would have been the ninth outfielder for the Padres. And all of a sudden he's Bill fucking Rigney. Hey, figure it out, asshole. <laughs> and by the way, uh, from Twitter, I just want you to hear this before we leave. Go ahead. Uh, you didn't see it no, I because didn't I didn't it. tag you. Okay. But I put a Dude, pic- actually, I stayed off of Twitter a lot the last week and a half. Well, you should, because I just put a picture of your front yard. Oh, and I you? said, there's an Alabama flag, Steve yeah. Woods and Mike Costa, but no sign of UCLA. That's true. How quickly does this change? Hashtag front runner. To which Mike Costa replied, he's on the phone right now with the AKC dog lovers, officially changing his boxer's name from Bama to Betty Bruin. Dave, is that true? <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was a, uh, I thought that was a great fucking tweet. Uh, that's it. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yep. There we go. All right. Uh, so we will be back. I think we covered everything. Did we miss anything? No. Fuck it. Well, if we did, we'll figure yeah, it out on Wednesday. Got three chances to get it right. Yeah. Well, we won't. Keep expectations low. I'm disappointed. Out of this entire show, I'm disappointed to find out Pete in Point Loma doesn't live in Point Loma. Yeah, he got the hell out of there. Because he knew Pointer Dave's over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who ran him out of town? Fucking Meddy. <laughs> Which one of those guys would be the one to tell you? Would it be Meddy or Pointer Dave? Yeah. Uh, Which funny. one of those two would run you out? Where you'd be like, I got to get away from this fucking guy. Meddy. <laughs> I think you're, no, I love both those dudes. They'd be the reason why you'd stay. So, all right. Well, it's good to be back. We'll see everybody here Wednesday night. All right.
So let